Welcome to The Ripe Podcast, a podcast providing innovative and inspirational dental education to dentists, specialists, and their teams worldwide. Each fortnight, we deliver relevant content covering procedures, educational opportunities, and interviews with rock stars from the dental world. As we explore the successes and failures of dentistry, learn practical tips and expert advice to help you become a better dental professional. Uh, well, it's my great pleasure this morning to have uh, to be doing a podcast with with Sarah. She was the uh, well, one of the first recipients of our our Green Award in in Egypt, and uh, her work has just been outstanding. So, and I think that uh, it it always makes me super proud to see people all over the world uh, doing excellent work. So, welcome, Sarah. I'm excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much. Me too. It's my pleasure and my honor to be to be what you're saying. I am. So I, I'm really honored. Very good. And uh, the, <clears throat> how did you get your start in like, dentistry? How did you suddenly decide to uh, start achieving excellence? And like, did you have a family in dentistry? Or how did, how did this happen? Actually, I graduated in 2012, mm-hmm. and uh, back then, there were uh, a doctor. I love her so much. Her, she, I started to, to learn from her. It's not in the, yes, in the university. Yeah. And she taught me how to take photos and do all of this stuff. It was not that popular to do this protocols in Egypt. Mm-hmm. So um, she taught me, taught me all what she knows, uh-huh. and this was the start. After that, I I worked my way out, like <laughs> my way my way out, yeah. and I started to seek um, uh, education. Yeah, and that that was the start. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, any family in healthcare, or are you the first? No, my dad he's a surgeon. Yeah, uh, and my sister is a pharmacist. And mm. my my family from my dad's side, they are most of them. They are doctors and mm-hmm. and professors. Mm-hmm. So does that make it easier, or does it make it worse because you're under pressure? <laughs> uh, I think it's not. It's it's easy because in my family, they everyone do whatever they want. Yeah. My my actually my my. My younger sister, she's a sculptor, so yeah. she, she, so, so everyone does whatever he wants. So yeah. there's no pressure. Cool. So, and uh, I actually don't know this, but whereabouts in Egypt do you actually live? What? Whereabouts uh, sorry, in? Yeah, Where? I said whereabouts in Egypt do you live? Uh, I used to live in uh, Alexandria. Now I live in uh, Cairo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a coastal girl. I live yeah. by the coast, uh-huh. and now I live in Cairo. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Yes, I'm a coastal boy too, but I still live by the coast. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Having said that, I <laughs> up until recently I used to be on planes quite a lot, but uh, mm. uh, my times on planes might be shut down for a little bit now <laughs> yes we <laughs> the same here yeah yes well i was i mean i was uh about not last weekend just gone that was about two weeks ago now i was talking to my sister because my sister is involved in planning for the pandemic for coronavirus in in our state and she said, Lincoln, I don't think you should be going to Sweden and Cairo and Dubai and all these places. You know, it's, uh, it's not great to travel. And do you have travel insurance? And what if you get stuck there for two weeks and so on? And uh, it was super, it, sometimes it's more stressful to make a decision than after you made it. You know? Actually, my sister too, she's uh, one of the team who's uh, yeah. working on coronavirus file and where, where I live right now. And uh, the flights are shut down starting from uh, next um, uh, Thursday. Yes. So I think it was a, a wise decision to take. Uh, we are sad, but uh, <laughs> it's safe. this is this is much more safe 
to yeah. you and to everyone, uh, not only to Egypt or Sweden or to anywhere in the world. We don't know what is going on. Yeah. It's funny the things that bring us together. <laughs> the <Yeah>. whole world, <laughs> the whole, the whole world. world united. In the same situation. <laughs> yeah. The whole world, <laughs> not united. It's another word. <laughs> <laughs> We're all united, but we don't want to talk to anyone or touch. Well, we don't want to touch anyone at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, please. We are united. We don't want to talk to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. I mean, I am sad that I didn't because I love to travel. I would have loved to come there, and hopefully, I can come to Egypt again soon at some point. But, yeah, uh, you have to come. Yes. Uh, Apparently, now you have we are, pointy we have rocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Actually, you'll love it. Try it here. Yes, I, I, I do love exploring new places, and I've got actually quite a few. I've got quite a few good Egyptian friends and uh, actually it's quite surreal because I grew up in a, you know, in a, Australia when I was a child, no one traveled. So, you know, Egypt was like, we, we read about that in history class. Pyramids, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you will like it if you're interested in history and pyramids. And yeah, you've got history. <laughs> we, we've, got, we've got this 7,000 yeah. years history. Yeah, you invented it, so fine. You'll, so you'll like it. In my town, we have buildings over 100 years old. No, we have buildings over 7,000 years old. So there's a, a little bit of a time gap between so, us. <laughs> so right now I'm having a historical arm wrestle with an Egyptian, but I don't think I'm winning. Oh, no. I'm, I'm winning right now. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. So what's, what's new for you? What's your next adventure after you're allowed out of the house? <laughs> Now um, I'm say I I will find something to read, and I have to study for my daughter because they shut down the schools and and they send us some plans to work with our children in home. So now I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm a junior teacher. Mm -hmm. How's that going? So <laughs> that that's the 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 only thing that is worse than the dentistry. The well, teaching teaching your own children. Yeah, this is not good at all. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing that you're slightly impatient. Uh, no, I'm patient, but it's hard. Teaching, uh, teaching children, is, it's much more uh, different from teaching adults. So, Well, you know, I'm teaching trying. dentists I'm trying. be difficult. <laughs> um, <clears throat> at least they can, they can uh, okay, we understand what you're saying, so... So and not, not t children's different. It's much more different. Ah <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> yes, I can imagine uh, myself being a fairly bad teacher of children because oh. I would get impatient. Oh. Go, Can't you understand? <laughs> Can't you? It's so easy. <laughs> Why don't two you understand? Plus two plus <laughs> two. <laughs> that, that one was going on right here, right now, before I started to talk to you. <clears throat> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, so do you have your own practice or do you work for someone else or you know, how does that work? Uh, I have my own, yeah, I have my own practice. Um, I, I've started, um, I've started three years ago mm -hmm. before that I was working in, in others, yeah. uh, in other private practices or in, in, the, in the government by yeah. quite uh, job. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have my own practice right now, which is the best thing. Yeah. Cause you can do what you want. That's right. Until I you run couldn't out of money. do what I want. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, right, okay, <laughs> now, <laughs> I think the ne next few months are the, the real meaning of running out of money. <laughs> Not yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's actually quite funny because <clears throat> many dentists start their practice to have control because they're sick of someone telling them you can't use that composite resin, you have to use this one. Or... You yeah. can't have an electric hand piece because I don't want to pay for it. So then they start their own practice and then they realize they have yes. to pay for everything themselves. So <laughs> the true. problem doesn't go away. <laughs> but I think in a way or another, if you are seeking excellence and you're offering the, the, the patients the, the, the quality and the felt they, that you are offering something mm -hmm. different, mm -hmm. um, it pays, pays back, yeah. and we can buy whatever we want to. Yes. 
what you obviously have traveled quite a bit and because uh, I see that you teach in quite a few places. So uh, yes. what do you find it really enjoyable about doing dentistry at home in Egypt compared to what you see? What's the good bits? In Egypt? Mm. Um, I think that despite the lack of, um, of, of knowledge, maybe, mm. uh, and the lack of money, the, econo the economical uh, situation right here is not that good. Mm -hmm. But uh, still, the young dentists and young people they are seeking seeking uh, seeking to learn new 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 ways to work and to buy new stuff, and this is very challenging. And I see that here in Egypt there is a huge jump that the mm -hmm. young dentists done over the last maybe three four years, and uh, it's not quite. Uh, resembling what is going on economically, and mm -hmm. this is very challenging. I like that. Mm -hmm. They don't do you have the. Okay. Uh, what What do you think is driving that big change? It's like a generational change between older and younger. That the, the younger generation of dentists are really changing their I views. What's driving that? I think the social media mm -hmm. stores it. All, all of this stores <clears> with the social media photos and the social media groups. Yeah. It was not there before and I started to do that. The young dentist started to strive this kind of work and they wanted to, to do this. They wanted mm -hmm. to have photos like the ones uh, on, the, on the Facebook. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this was uh, the, the main motivation that made mm -hmm. us go through this. Yeah. So basically just seeing what's possible. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's exactly. the same. <clears throat> I was thinking about, you know, when I graduated, I, the only cases I ever saw were the ones we saw in lectures and they often were, well, they were slides. They were, they were genuinely slides, not, not a keynote or a PowerPoint slide, but real from graphic box. slides. Yeah. Which you can imagine yeah. how hard they were to make. So I can see why they didn't put so much effort into them as we do now, because it was a big process to make a physical slide. And then I would get jammed in the slide projector between two slides. <laughs> She's going, mm -hmm. see, I got history now. <laughs> yeah, I got history <laughs> Yes, you'll find some of these things oh, that I'm okay. talking about in the pyramids. Go and have a look. <laughs> Go and have a look at the dentistry ones. <laughs> dentistry okay. as Lincoln did it. I found some next to the tombs. <laughs> Actually, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not different from where I've taken the university, those yeah. slides. And it was just, uh, just some pictures from the textbooks. Mm -hmm. It's not even uh, the professor's cases or something. So mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, it was hard to get in. Like, I didn't, see, I didn't see a single bone graft. Soft tissue grafts weren't invented. Uh, well, actually, they were. That's not true. They were invented. But the, I still remember the periodontists... Uh, who was teaching us, giving us quite a long lecture with a lot of evidence about why it was impossible to bone graft periodontal defects and why soft tissue grafts don't work and all of this stuff. So it was around that no one, you know, we could only see what we were told. So. Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. I'm a good boy. I'm always doing what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate to laugh okay. at that comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I, I don't have, I don't know, before, I didn't know a lot about Peru because what, exactly what you are saying, this was the reason. That in university, we were told that Peru, that's like orthodontics. We cannot touch this uh, speciality, we cannot go there. But now, I think they were overcomplicating the, yeah. the procedures for us not to know it. Yes. So... Right now, um, uh, I'm trying to, to learn from someone respectable, so mm -hmm. and he teaches me, and I think it's it works, and yeah. I can I, I can I can do it, and I can I can I can learn it. So it yeah. was a mess. The bottles, so yeah, it's theory. Yeah, it's uh, a. <clears throat> 
I think we forget that as general dentists, we have overlapping skills. So you, you might not do surgery all day like a periodontist who's a specialist. Yes. But if you do some surgery, you know how to hold a scalpel and you know how to suture a little bit. And so then if you do another type of surgery, you, so the, the, whether I'm doing wisdom teeth or a soft tissue graft or a bone graft or an implant or all of those things, the technique of doing an incision is exactly the same. So yeah. you, you can get this overlap of skills, I think. Yes. Uh, I see. <clears throat> where do you, where do you want to go next? What's your next project? Uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm in my last year in residency in prosthodontics. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a program. I don't know if you know it. It's membership of the Royal College of uh, Surgeons of Edinburgh. Okay. Uh, it's a three three years uh, residency in prosthodontics. It includes uh, removal of infects and uh, implants. Mm -hmm. So now I'm working. I'm working on that. Uh, I have maybe two or three cases left to finish. Okay. So that's what I'm focusing <coughs> on right now. Have you got a thesis to write? What? Do you have a thesis to write? Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit difficult. I not thesis. Yeah, okay, sorry. No, 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 it's not thesis. It's like um, I have to present the full mouse rehabilitation cases. It's a clinical uh, it's yes. a clinical program. I don't yes. I don't like these theoretical things. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I've signed for a master's, but I quit that. Mm -hmm. So I've started to go for a more practical and clinical programs mm -hmm. because that's what I need. Mm -hmm. I don't need yep. to write thesis. Yeah. So it's all <coughs> about full mouse rehabilitation, complex cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to present uh, these cases. Mm -hmm. So uh, how are the cases going? Are they making you old before your time? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I think yeah, <laughs> it's making me old, and uh, and I'm starting to see in full mouse rehabs. I start to see failures, which I weren't, I was not seeing before. No, no one has I'm failures. To, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see it that often because in complex cases, uh, in my first cases especially, I didn't know much, and mm -hmm. I didn't know. Uh, now, now it's, it's a little bit better than, mm -hmm. than before, uh, but especially with implants. The, 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 when I started to put implants, it was like a nightmare. Yes. Now it's a little bit uh, less of a easier. Nightmare. Yeah, less. You've you've written something like that before about fear. Mm. Um, um, Actually, now it's, it's it's better. It's getting better, <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to cope with what is going on. Yeah. Well, actually, it'll get worse again because uh, there's a there's a cycle with implants. So there's a bit where it just feels so difficult because you don't know what you're doing, and then there's a bit where you start to get confident, and then you get slightly overconfident. You don't realize, and then you have bigger failures than before because now you're trying bigger things. So yeah. you probably through, you've got a few more <laughs> episodes of depression Failures. ahead. Yet. <laughs> no, no, but learn something. I I don't ever, never, ever go overconfident over anything. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to be humble <laughs> and to know that wherever I go, it's 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 not enough. So yeah. that's where I've tried myself. Yeah, and that's what I taught myself to do. Yeah. Not to be overconfident about anything. <clears throat> yeah. Um, when was the first time you, how long ago was the first time you posted on Ripe? Do you remember? Yeah, I think the 2017, right? 2017. You should still remember the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It was I, sunny. I uh, it was three in the afternoon. <laughs> I was drinking it was tea. It was a sunny day. I was anxious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, know, I remember another thing. I know that you've told me to get a camera. Oh, did I? That's where I remember. Yeah, oh. you told oh. me. Get your work is good. <laughs> Please get a camera. That's. So, but I'm usually so subtle. That, I don't know what you've done this. 
maybe maybe <laughs> maybe you've seen this poor girl she's she's taking photographs with a mobile please get a camera please <laughs> was i right uh, you were extremely right you and uh, another professor his my mentor his name is ahmed said you and him you were the ones who told me at the same time maybe get a camera and a microphone and he told me get a macro a macro lens too and uh, from this uh, <clears throat> i've started to my learning curve just, just jumped it was like mm -hmm. this and it started to be like this because i've learned a lot from my photos mm -hmm. and i've i've tr started to work better for my photos to look better mm -hmm. i don't know this is maybe something related to human beings but yeah. i wanted to say my photos are are good i wanted to take this, these photos that looks like uh, excess photos. I hmm. want to, to do the procedures uh, in the same way, hmm. the same excellence. I want to offer my patients the same quality. Mm -hmm. So I think the camera changed my life. Yeah. And posting on, on Facebook, posting on Facebook, <coughs> uh, seeing the comments and learning from my mistakes. This was a learning process that's much more different from the, where I was doing courses or in the university. Learning from my own mistakes. It was, mm -hmm. it was I think it was very important. Uh, I think that it, the, when, you, when you share stuff online, because when you have such a large group of people look at it, the, the total volume of knowledge and the attention to detail of 10,000 people is just... There's nothing that can match. It doesn't matter how smart you are. You can't see as much as 10,000 people can see. So, yeah. you know, because you'll be, you'll be going, look at how nice my filling is. And I'll go, oh, oh, you've, left a, you've left amalgam on the rubber dam. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of horror over there. Please, please finish. But uh, you would find now that if you turn the camera off, you still see patients differently because your eye is trained. That's what a camera does. It just trains the eye. Uh, oh, yes. you, do, you see details so. yes that's right now I never I never say a treatment plan or I'll never take a decision in this in the, instantly mm -hmm. now I take photos I start to look and analyze and mm -hmm. after that I start to make decisions mm -hmm. and that's uh, <clears throat> much more different from taking these yeah. decisions and, and the patients in front of you this is not right this is not yeah. the right way to do it mm -hmm. Well, there's many, there's many ways to do it, but the, I agree that when you, it's also easier because like I take photos of my patients and I treat and plan the photos, not the patient. Like I can sit there with comfort and we can zoom in on the pictures and yeah, it's, I find yes. it much easier. So actually it's a bit of a yeah. pity because I was <clears throat> planning to talk about a lot of the ways that I treat and plan in, in, uh, Egypt, and now I'm not coming, so that's a bit sad. No, you will come. No, no, no way. We'll <laughs> come to Australia, and we'll take you from there. And you'll okay, have to so <clears throat> breaking news: uh, Australian dentist kidnapped by Egyptians. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to sound good. It's uh, not going to sound good. Uh, <laughs> and the head was Sarah. <laughs> Sarah was the head of this. Oh dear. Well, I, I would like to come, but there, I have, in the meantime, I have released uh, uh, RETP. Well, actually, when I say I have, that's not quite true. In about three days, I'll be releasing RETP online. And actually, it's, it's funny, you know, sometimes you're afraid to make changes to what you do. And I, I suffer from this just like anyone. And I've been thinking, you know, I want to... It's always been my goal to make education better, to make it more accessible, to make it more affordable. And, but, you know, I just had these fears about having to try this. And so anyway, with everyone being shut down in the world right now, I thought, okay, let's try. So we're putting, we're putting that on the academy. We're making a new elite thing so that you can subscribe on a... It, it will cost... Okay. For everything on my academy, it will cost about nine and a half thousand dollars less as of friday mm -hmm. so <clears throat> so hopefully it will make it much more accessible to people from egypt to look at 
RETP online and all the other stuff until I can get there after I've been kidnapped. <laughs> that, will, that will be great, but we need you to see you in person and you have to lecture on the stage and we have to ask you questions and you have to run away from us. This is another story uh, from teaching online. Is this a common problem with teachers in Egypt that they have to run away from... <laughs> no, I won't say anything. <laughs> now you've started to worry. <laughs> First no, the kidnapping and now this. <laughs> I guess it will be a problem with you because I think that all of all of the people that I know they want to meet you in person. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're gonna have lots of conversations. It's actually interesting. So I'm it's quite interesting because uh, the way I teach is never... So some people teach just one part of dentistry, like they teach just how to do the filling step-by-step, step, and it's very technical. But for me, it's always how do you treat a patient? So when I teach how to do a filling, it starts with patient management, how to make your patient comfortable, then local anaesthetic and rubber dam and all of this right through to the end where we give them drugs so that they're comfortable afterwards. And <clears throat> I think that uh, when I teach treatment planning, it's the same. And so apparently uh, it, it was, apparently there was some dentist in Egypt having trouble understanding that I teach everything about treatment planning. It's not just step one, so many millimeters. And because that's actually not how you treatment plan. It's impossible to treatment plan like that. You mean the misunderstanding mm -hmm. that happened around the, 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 the curriculum or the course outline, right? Yeah, um, well, uh, like, uh, you know, dentistry, uh, we all like to think dentistry is different in our country, but I've traveled to a lot of countries and it's not that different. People, people they want to do stuff, they need to be able to afford it. And then there's some clinical stuff that goes on. And, and that's, I think that's, I haven't seen a single country where it's not, not the same as yet, but maybe I'm I wrong. I think it's a, it's a little bit different in Egypt, I think, <laughs> so, because um, they don't teach us much in universities and uh, they, they, they don't tell us that the main and very important thing is to treat and how to start with the end in your mind the, and, and all of this. Actually, there is just maybe one professor in Egypt that was talking about this topic. Just mm -hmm. one. Yeah. So I think this is the main problem. They want to know the technicals. They want to know how to raise a vertical dimension, and they want to know how to, how to make a full mouse rehabilitation cases, but they don't want to know the, 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 the story behind all of this. Or, or they don't know that you have that they have to know the story behind this. Mm. So I think it's, it's like cultural thing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's coming. And the, coming. And a lot, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's coming. And a lot, lot of uh, young dentists are starting to, to understand this. Uh, maybe the webinars that you do, uh, if, 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 it's, uh, if, the, if they see the webinars or something, they will know. The, the importance of uh, planning, mm -hmm. planning everything, the patient and managing the patient mainly psychologically. And, yes. uh, well, actually, and planning what? the patient, it's not just yeah. the teeth. Because if you, if you finish the case and you do the perfect vertical dimension and you have perfect occlusion and you have perfect gingival health and the patient hates it, yeah. then it's, it's, it's a failure. It's a failure. It's, it, it's, a, it's pointless, yes. And the patient will tell all their friends that you did an awful job. Yes, that's right. And this is universal. This is not just yeah. in Australia. But actually, just to yes. correct one of your points, uh, we don't get tilled that much at dental school either. So That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same. So, uh, yeah, it, it's very interesting. But, I mean, there is a lot of technical stuff when I teach RETP and... Oh, there's a huge amount. I mean, the, the cases that we do are really difficult. They're multidisciplinary. They're, you know, and this is the normal in my practice. There's so many patients they need also. Well, they need before we even start, they need endos and perios and caries management. And then when do I actually get to them? 
<clears throat> they need bone grafts and soft tissue grafts and orthodontics and and in fact <laughs> I, it, it's just normal to use it all all these things all together and to not not even think about it but the it's interesting because a lot of the reasons that we don't use all those tools in a practice is because actually as dentists we're afraid yeah we're afraid to start to, to try something new. We're afraid to do that thing that's gonna fail, mm -hmm. and uh, you've taken money from the patient. And what are you going to say? And, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're afraid. We're afraid yeah. of focus and lots of things. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And this yeah. universal. This is not just. <laughs> that's that's right. We like to think we're special, but we're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> we are all the same. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a little bit of difference. Yeah. So when you started your practice, how did you position it? So it was like, how did, did you make it to reflect your personality or how did you make it so it was all about the way you wanted? Actually, I've started my practice in a really small town, very mm -hmm. small. And um, like I have like... Um, Explain small maybe. to me because I'm from Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um really small like you are from i'm from a uh, town of four thousand four thousand yeah no it's a, a big city <laughs> it's not so <laughs> yes yeah, so it's Maybe, just like a small yeah. town of one million <laughs> no it's a small town of more one million people yeah right, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a small this is a small in egypt this is a small town yeah. Uh, the economical status and the uh, it really is a culture. Yeah, yeah. Ah. It's a million people. See, yeah. it's not a town. It's a city. That's like the okay. <laughs> no, it's a town. It's a town. It's a oh. village. Maybe you can yeah. say it's a village. <laughs> okay. Are there goats in the but street? It's... If there's no goats, it's not a. <laughs> no, there's no goats in the street. That's it. That's it. It's a city. <laughs> it's a town. It's a town. No, it's a town. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. the city in here we have like city ten million people or something, ten fifteen million. It's not one million. One million is a small number. Uh, okay, then, first um, it was the pyramids, small, small and now this. Um, <laughs> just, it's a torrent of abuse today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a very small town. Uh, mm -hmm. I have maybe fifteen or twenty practices around me. Mm -hmm. with less than uh, 100 yards in between us. Mm -hmm. um, they were working, the felling, I think they were making the felling for maybe 10 euros or something. Mm -hmm. It's really, really cheap. Mm -hmm. Something, really, really <clears throat> not cheap. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the, the, no one were using rubber dams. No mm -hmm. rubber dam. Mm -hmm. and, ah, um, rubber dam. It's no, a conspiracy. No, yeah, no rubber, no isolation, I mean, and mm -hmm. uh, no Apex locators, if you want to know. Mm -hmm. And um, they didn't even do x-rays before root canal treatments. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've started in a place like this. And I went like, if you are doing the filling for X, I, I'm doing it for 10X mm -hmm. from the start, from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And it was shocking. Mm -hmm. To the dentist around me and to the people, mm -hmm. but maybe I, I struggled for maybe two, three months, and this is a very short period. Mm -hmm. My dad told me that if I'm going to choose this way, so I have to struggle for maybe one or two years. Mm -hmm. But I struggled for just three months or two, and after that, the the people started to know that I'm offering something <clears throat> different, mm -hmm. and they started to come. And uh, I started to raise my prices even much more mm -hmm. and started to buy new things, get the money to buy new things, mm -hmm. get the money to have to take courses. And it's going really well. Uh, okay. Back from three years to now, it's not going back. Mm -hmm. It's going good. Yeah. I think uh, that, look, I think that, uh, that <clears throat> I think this story of, courage is something that i see very often so you know it's the story behind people will see what you do and they go oh that's very nice but she's lucky you know she's lucky, lucky. No. She, that's what they will say <laughs> but but you know most people who have really nice practices they they uh 
struggled. I struggled for a lot longer than three months. So it was... No, it's three months for me. I mean, I, I need three months to, to pay for the rent and, the <laughs> <laughs> and to pay for the stuff. But mm -hmm. I think it's, it was to do something like this in, a, in an area like the, the, where, where my practice is and, and the way the dentists around me are, are working, this was very challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, but now, after what I've done, uh, I, I, uh, actually I was the only one that was using uh, magnification bags. Mm -hmm. and, and right now, many dentists around me, they bought magnification, magnifying yeah. loops. Mm -hmm. They started to work with rubber dam and started to put some sort of <coughs> treatment, sort of yeah. treatment plan. I think that I was the reason for something good. I think. Very good. That's amazing. That's you know, it's the uh, the, the leadership that drags everyone along behind you. So you know, that, that's actually amazing. And you know that what's actually interesting is that there's no country in the world where it's easy to start a practice that's focused on quality. It doesn't matter. Like in the States, everyone around you would have insurance and then you would be the one that doesn't have insurance. So uh, in Australia, it will be the same. And, you know, people are sensitive to prices for something, yes. <clears throat> they, for something that they feel is, well, People actually, it's interesting actually that people are more sensitive to the prices for things that are a necessity than things that are a desire. Yes, that's right. But I think what we are doing is necessities, not just to desire. So yeah. maybe this is the difference that I, we believe that we have to do this in this way. Mm -hmm. It's not just for, because we want to do that, but yeah. because we have to do it like yes. that. Yeah, so yeah. You're dragging the next generation up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm only 29. <laughs> well, you know, you start when you start. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> And do you have any other dentists that work with you or are you still on your own or what's your, what's your business plans? I don't have any business plans. I'm, With Sarah I'm, I'm Franchise. Really no, I'm not good in <laughs> business at all. And uh -huh. I, 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 all the money that I take from the, the clinic, I use it for education. So maybe I'm, I'm a failure <laughs> regarding business. I'm not, mm. I'm not a successful person. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm, the only, um, I'm the only one who's working the, in the clinic. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't trust anyone to use my equipment. I don't know what I'm do why I'm doing this, mm -hmm. but I'm... I like my equipment, or like my toys, so I don't want anyone to touch me. Yeah, you would have to go so, in. It'd be like, it'd be like, <laughs> well, you know, now you have a lot of practice wiping surfaces with alcohol and. <laughs> yeah, now, right now, we are washing the practice with sodium hypochlorite. Yeah. So, not just alcohol, it's coronavirus. Yeah. Well, actually, I shut my practice from today, actually. The, mm. I just yeah. decided we that. Wouldn't so, shut, yeah. In my practice, you've probably, if you've actually ever seen any of my cases, you'll notice that all my patients are old. Yeah, I, I've seen this, so, except yeah. for some guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so, and this is quite common because in many countries, people accumulate dental problems and they also accumulate their wealth. And so... It's only when they retire, they go, oh, I don't want to wear dentures. And then they decide that they're going to spend a lot of money on their teeth. And so <clears throat> the problem is at the moment that they, that demographic, if I give them coronavirus, I'll kill them all. So, Yes. Yeah. I think if I, 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 all of, the, all of the, the patients that are over 70 or 60, I don't, I don't take cases right now. Mm -hmm. I just take emergency cases. Mm -hmm. And the cases that I didn't finish before, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm making a huge gap, time gap between the cases mm -hmm. to do this induction control things mm -hmm. <clears throat> to keep my patients safe and to keep my family safe because um, uh, if, I'm, if I got it, I will cross it over to my family. I don't, know, I don't want this to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in my area, there is no cases right now. There is no 
coronavirus no di- no cases. diagnosed cases no diagno- no diagnosed cases that's yeah. right no diagnosed cases i think in general the number of people in the population is like three times higher than the diagnosed on average yes yeah yes that's uh, right uh maybe the harsh sun of egypt is killing the virus <laughs> no it's not killing the virus and actually today it started to the, the, the temperature dropped that's cold right now so is it? there is no sun yeah how, how cold is it on a cold day in egypt oh, in Cairo? oh it's not like australia <laughs> well I, the coldest it gets the coldest it gets where i live because i get in trouble with my i have friends in northern europe and so I complain mm-hmm. to them, I go, oh, it's very cold today. And they go, how cold is cold it? I go, I go, 19 degrees. It's very... <laughs> <laughs> so you like us. You are just like us. When it's really cold, it's like um, 11 or 10, oh, 10, 11, oof. 9. Can't, can't go out. Yeah. It's basically snowing. Snow, it's not snowing, it's just <laughs> <No>. raining. <laughs> we don't have this minus 40 or minus 30 like Canada. We don't yeah. have this. Egypt, the, the, the weather in Egypt is uh, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you need to practice this technique, okay? You need to contact one of your friends in like somewhere really cold in winter and go, ah. Oh. It's so cold. So today. cold. Oh, mm, so. 21 and the breeze. <laughs> actually, actually, we know it. <laughs> I yeah. know it all the time. Yeah. Aha. So <laughs> we found commonality between Australia and Egypt today. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> taunting people in cold places. <laughs> yes. And actually, and the, the, the ultimate is you have to go to the beach and take a nice picture and go, oh, it's pretty cold at the beach oh. today. <laughs> and they are they start to laugh. <laughs> the beach is frozen right here. <laughs> you are saying... Yeah, yes. Uh, where would you like to travel next? Uh, actually I want to go to France. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I want lockdown, to go to... sorry, um, it's lockdown at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I want to go to Australia, <laughs> and uh, I want to go to Switzerland. Um, actually, I want to go everywhere. Right. right she wants to go to the world. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. All. yeah, nothing more. Not, not greedy. Not now. <laughs> not greedy. <laughs> yeah. I, want to, I want to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. Very good. So if you're listening to this podcast uh, and you want to have a teacher who teaches excellence in restorative dentistry in Australia, Japan, France, and you're not currently locked down with <laughs> coronavirus, then please give her a call. Yeah, we can give you a, an online webinar. <laughs> put a picture, we'll put a picture of Australia behind you and green screen it in. Yeah, I can put this picture of the Eiffel Tower and I start to lecture. This. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, this can be done. This can be done. Uh, yeah. Did you get a surprise when you were awarded the Green Award on on Rife? Okay. Uh, or were you expecting day, it I, and you're going, why are you taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't expect it, but I really wanted to take it. I really wanted to take it. I had a conversation maybe with one of my friends one year ago. And I told him, mm-hmm. I want to take this badge. I really want mm-hmm. to take it, <laughs> and um, and w- when I when I had it, I, I I've just finished my practice and was very tired, and I found this notification: Michael Milkris tagged you in a post, and, mm-hmm. and I, I started to, to 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 stare. Why why did Michael Michael Milkris tag me? I don't know why. And after mm-hmm. that, <laughs> I opened the post and I started to scream. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, I got the best. Yeah, <laughs> and I was very, I was very happy. Mm-hmm. After working so hard for, for many years, spending all of my money on dentistry and leaving my child to take courses and to go to the university, and uh, finally says something spiritual 
Like you are, you are, <laughs> you are going the right track. Please complete it, <laughs> and one day maybe, maybe you will reach somewhere. So it's, <clears throat> thank you so much for for this. It, it made a lot of difference because sometimes I got depressed and I just want to to stop stop it all. I want to stay at home and I don't I don't want I want to quit everything. Mm -hmm. That that's where it's really very challenging in dentistry that we have moments like this mm -hmm. yes we do uh, and yeah even me so thank you so much thank you well people people think that i like it's funny actually that people think i'm a robot who like i feel nothing and i just yeah no. i don't struggle and everything's easy and it's actually just not true you know that it, Dentistry is really hard for me and it's hard balancing money and family and travel and teaching and it's stressful and there's days where I just want to watch Netflix all day and the next day and uh, <clears throat> eat chocolate. Um, yeah. Like I maintain a sugar-free diet except when I'm having a chocolate binge. So uh, it's difficult. It's not this difficult for you. It's actually just it's difficult for everyone. So. You're quite normal. Actually, if they if they started to read what what you are reading, uh, what you are writing, these articles that you read, that, is, yes. that you write, they would know that you're not a robot. Actually, yeah, they probably just think I make it up. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a robot, but maybe they might. Maybe they, we think like this because the way you present the cases and the way we see the procedure and how accurate it is makes us. Maybe he doesn't worry about anything, but I think this is the most stressful because the more you are getting this perfectionism, you are the more perfectionism, perfectionism is killing you. Actually, it's, it's, it's a disease. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so this but, uh, you know, the, one of the comments you just made was you said, hopefully I'll reach somewhere. I mean, uh, that's... There's two things about that statement. The first one is actually what you're achieving is to be better than you were yesterday. And so that is a continuous goal. Like you never reach that. You'll always be better yeah. than yesterday. I okay? hope so. so. So that one is like you can't succeed. You always need to remember you can't <laughs> succeed in that. You can't go, okay, now I'm the best. I can't get any better. I've reached the top. Okay. So that doesn't happen. And the secondly, you know, as a, as a teacher, as a influential person, you're already one of those. You're already influential. You're already uh, a teacher. You're already you do work better than many dentists so in many much. countries. Like, and it doesn't matter like whether they're a rich country or a poor country or whatever. You so your work is actually just genuinely good, and and you're only twenty nine. <laughs> Imagine when you're old like me, so or no, like Michael Malkus. You know, Michael. He's he's Michael Malkus won't even <laughs> listen to this podcast. So I can say what I like. You know, when you're as ancient as him, <laughs> I like him so much. He's a cat person, and I like. <clears throat> maybe I'm a, I'm a dog. I'm a, I'm a, no, I, I'm a dog person. I, I like okay, dogs. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I'm glad. But, yeah. I'm glad that you're proper. Yeah, <laughs> and I have cat people are crazy. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're mad. Okay, but, look, but, I don't want to but, offend most of my Michael, audience, but I just Michael want you cat Mal people to know you're mad. <laughs> but Michael Melkris is not. Michael Melkris yeah. is, is not is not mad. You've never met him, have you? Have you met him? No, yeah, I've he, never met him. He's but a mad I would cat like person, to. but he is also a really nice guy and very. He is. He, yes, he knows so much about occlusion. More, actually, it's quite funny because. Um, Sometimes people will say, oh, look, Michael doesn't know much about occlusion. Actually, usually those people I realise that actually he knows so much that they don't even understand what he knows. So it, it's, yeah. it's quite amazing. It is, and actually, when you see me teach, so much of the way I teach is influenced by him. So if you get the chance to hang out with him. So you should add. I hope so. Uh, uh, USA. Yeah, but he doesn't USA. live in USA. It's <laughs> a, quite a big country. It's like saying that you live in Egypt. I yes. can't just turn yeah. up at randomly on the night. Connecticut? I think Connecticut. <laughs> no, he's not like in Connecticut. That. He's in Hennepin, New Hampshire. So. Yeah, this, this one. I it's actually a beautiful, 
It's the most exquisitely beautiful town. Okay, but I, I, I really, I really hope I can see him one day. I like him so much. He's, he's a very, very nice person, and yeah. he is a good teacher. And um, the post, he, he posted a lot of free stuff on Ripe. Yes. They are very valuable, and people don't know that. Yeah. So maybe I will meet him and meet you in Egypt soon. <clears throat> well, we, yeah. Uh, after we can have you. <laughs> yeah, after I get kidnapped. It'll be surprising. <laughs> the day afterwards, here I am speaking. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I'm, I'm just have to say I'm very proud of what you've achieved, what Thank you're doing. You, so uh, you know, I know that it's not easy, but uh, I think you know if you can go to a tiny little village of one million <laughs> <laughs> where they don't use rubber dam, <clears throat> and yeah. uh, you know, introduce all this stuff, then why can't people do that anywhere? You know, I think that's it. It's not just an inspiration in Egypt, but it's an inspiration for us in Australia or in America or anywhere. But there's no excuse not, for, thank you so not, much. not to do excellence. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. I'm honoured and I'm really happy I'm over the moon to, to, to have this conversation with you right now. And I hope we will see you soon in Egypt. Yeah, and and just remember also that you know right after after you feel exalted and things like this, an implant will fail. So there'll be one failing. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so So just you know keep your keep your emotions level, young lady, because there's one waiting for you next week. (laughs) It's it's to the ground, please, and I don't want to have failures (laughs) right now. (laughs) Thank you so much. Righto. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll catch you later. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us this week on The Ripe Podcast. We've teamed up with mentors from around the world to offer you a growing library of high-quality online educational lecture recordings and resources. Visit our Academy website, www.restoringexcellence.com.au forward slash academy and become a premium member today. Become better at dentistry and be sure to tune in in two weeks' time for our next episode of The Ripe Podcast.